in Matthew chapter number 15. Brandon, you're going to help me if you don't mind. Verse number, let's go ahead and start with verse number 21. And we'll go ahead and go through verse number 28. And then we're going to check on a lot. Thank you so much. We're going to check on a lot of scriptures all throughout the way. And we're going to look at this. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him saying, have mercy. Somebody say mercy. Somebody shout mercy. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon possessed. That is no light thing. But he answered her not a word and his disciples came and urged him saying, send her away. For she cries after us now. She's coming after us. She, she won't leave us alone. But he answered and said, I wasn't sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He doesn't even talk to her. He's talking to the disciples. And she came and worshiped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it is not good to take. It, it seems like Jesus was feeling like he does on a Wednesday night. Anybody ever felt like that on a Wednesday night? You love the Lord, but you're a little salty. Yeah, you love the Lord, but you got a little attitude. Come on now, Jesus, I love you, but don't try me today. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Like the shirt says, I'm saved, but you can still catch these hands. Anybody feel like that on Wednesday? But he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she says, yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And the Bible says, And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Right away it took place. With the help of the Lord for the next few minutes, I want to speak to you on this very simple thought. Mercy. Mercy. I know we worship together, but one more time, would you pray? with me here this evening as we go to the Lord. Lord, we're so thankful today that you've allowed us this opportunity to worship together. Help us never to take it for granted, never to dismiss it. We don't ever want to take it lightly. We are thankful that you would allow this opportunity. We pray your anointing. We pray your favor. We pray your blessing. God, we pray that you would speak right here in this sanctuary and that you would speak to those that are joining us online today. We pray, God, that your word would find its, find its place in us, with us, God, that it would not only be in this moment, but that it would be applied to change our lives. I pray a special anointing upon your people, and I ask that you remove error from my mind and from my mouth, helping to speak your words today. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout mercy. You may be seated. I've shared this uh, a time before, but I'll say it to you as a church. One of the worst things you can do as a parent is ask one of your children to wake up their sibling. Anybody have a few children in the house? You can testify. Maybe you, were, maybe you were one of a few children. And it's amazing to me how quick and how merciless uh, that child, that sweet angel child of yours, will wake up their brother or their sister uh, without a care in the world. Uh, there may be water involved. There may be a pillow thrown. There may be a football thrown. There may be something thrown in that child's direction. And they say, well, you told me to wake them up. You told me to get them up. And uh, it, it's amazing to me to see because 
it's just not wise as a parent for me to do that anymore, and I learned that very quickly because right away it, the, the day would start off with a fight. Right away they'd be going at each other, and he did this and he did that, and it's, it's just a problem. And I say that because I point this out. Isn't it amazing how we want to be treated, yet if we are not careful, we treat others in a way that is less than what we would want for ourselves. My mind quickly goes to the story of Jonah, how Jonah doesn't want to go to Nineveh. God is saying, I want to send a revival, and you are the preacher that I'm going to use. You are the evangelist, Jonah. You are the one that's going to change the world. And Jonah's like, they don't even deserve it. These people are not worthy of of repenting and having mercy and having an opportunity for it. But I'm so thankful on this Wednesday evening that God sees you and I differently than how we see ourselves and we see others. Because I am thankful that the God that we serve here on this Wednesday is a God that looks at us despite everything that we have done, in spite of everywhere we have been, in spite of everything we have said, in spite of every way that we have treated him, in spite of every way that maybe we have treated others, and he still has mercy and grace and love towards us. May it never get old to us that his mercy is applied to us all. May we never forget that we are only standing here on this Wednesday with breath in our body because it was his mercy and it was his grace. I know you're successful. I know you've done a lot of great things. I know there's a lot of things that you you have to be proud of, but I have to remind you and I have to remind myself, I am only standing here by the grace and the mercy of God Almighty. I don't ever want to forget it. Why do you lift your hands? Because I haven't forgotten. It's only his mercy. Why do you clap when you come to church? Why do you shout and why do you dance? Why are you running the aisles, Thomas? Why are there kids making their way around the building? Because of his grace and because of his mercy. Because he's the reason we're standing. He's the reason we're still going. He's the reason we still have today. He's the reason that we have the opportunity to read his word and lift our hands and shout and dance. I'm thankful for everything that he's done. I'm grateful for everything that he's brought us from. And I am reminded that it is only by his mercy that we are standing here today. I don't ever want to forget that it's his mercy and his grace. Sometimes when you get comfortable, maybe you don't, but for me, sometimes it's easy to simply coast through the day and coast through the week and coast through the service, forgetting that, God, the truth is, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for your grace and your mercy. And when I have a fresh understanding, I don't have to wait for Wednesday. I don't have to wait for Sunday. I don't have to wait for the worship leader. No, it could be right there in my home. It could be right there in your vehicle. God, you're good. God, your mercy endureth forever. God, you're amazing. God, I'm thankful. God, I'm grateful for what you've done. Can I just remind somebody about the mercy of God Almighty today. Can we take a moment on this Wednesday night and just remind each other that we're here today. We're sitting in a church because of the mercy of God Almighty. And what's amazing is mercy is linked to mercy. The Bible says this in Matthew chapter number 5 and verse number 7. 
and you can join with me on the screen if they can put that up for me. Matthew 5 and verse number 7. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Mercy is linked to mercy. I'm thankful for that reminder in the word of the Lord because there are times that you and I will be put in position linked to somebody else and it's easy to just look at them and say, well, I'll tell you what they need. I'll tell you what their problem is. I'll tell you where they fell short. I'll tell you where they're wrong. I'll tell you where they messed up. I'll tell you where, while, they're, while they will never make it. I'll tell you why their mistakes are gonna define them. But I've come to realize that blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. And if this is how God wants us to view people, then let it be how we view each other. Let it be how we view others. So that when you walk in and when somebody walks in that we've never met and somebody you're rubbing shoulders with that you, you, you just are just barely getting to know. I'm not looking at you, looking at you through the lens of your problem. I'm not looking at them through the lens of their situation. I'm not looking at them through the lens of failure and mistakes. Oh, no. I'm looking, looking at them saying, oh, they need mercy just like God gave me mercy. They need the grace of God just like God gave me grace. Why is that important? Mercy is linked to mercy. God didn't forgive me so that I could feel better about myself. He extended mercy to me so I can extend mercy to somebody else. Let me tell you what Jesus has done for me. Let me tell you how God has set me free. Let me tell you how God has healed my mind. Let me tell you as God has extended his mercy to my situation. Blessed are the merciful. It says this in, in, in Luke chapter number 6, verse 36 through 38. You can put that up there. Therefore be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, now here's the thing really quick. I know Many times we talk about blessings and we talk about um, giving and offerings. This verse is used a lot, but allow me with all due respect to simply remind you that this verse right here isn't talking about me being blessed with my bank account. It's not talking about me having a wallet that won't fit the back of my pants. It's not talking about me having so many digits in that bank account that I lose count. That's not what it's talking about. This is talking about mercy. This is talking about mercy. So let's read it now. Give. We're not talking about money. We're talking about mercy here. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together. Running over. Will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. You got to understand here the people of Israel... The children of Israel, what they worked with was agriculture. What they worked in was farming. And so they would understand, if you can picture this, a barrel if you would. And, and you got to think about this. Good measure, pressed down. Anybody ever try to fill a barrel before? Just giving an idea here. You, you want to fill it up, you know what you do? You start shaking it. Anybody ever had a little piggy bank? You see your kids with a little piggy bank, you know what they start doing? Shaking it. I'm making room. I'm making room. Why? Because I want to put more in there. 
I want to put more in there. Pressed down, shaking together, and running over. And they would have it in such a way that they can even put it. They could lift up one of their outer garments and hold on to it like you would in a hoodie. You put something in those pockets and hold on to it. The way that you give mercy, that is how it's going to be returned to you. Why, does, why is this important? Do we have some kind of church drama going on right now? No. Not that I'm aware of. You might got drama going on, but I, I didn't read it on Facebook yet. <laughs> Go ahead and tag me. I'll get to it after church. No. <laughs> Go ahead and tag me on there. Revival Church. I'll get to it. I'm one of the admins. I'll check it out. Just kidding. I, I will block you. <laughs> no. The reason why we talk about it, the reason why it's so important is because it is how God has treated us. It is how God has forgiven us. And mercy has been extended to us so that we can extend it to others. I don't want people to look, look at the church and say, oh, those people are the ones that think they got it all together. Those are the people that have it all. Oh, no, 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 no. We're the people that understand mercy. We're the, people, we're the people that God has forgiven. We're not perfect. We're forgiven. And the same way God met me here, I want you to be met with, with mercy and with grace. Anybody believe that here on this Wednesday evening? Psalm 103 and verse 11, talking about mercy today in our midweek Bible study. 103 verse 11, his mercy is great. For as, check this out, for as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. 145 and 8, you can put that up. The Lord is gracious and what? Full, full of compassion, slow to anger, and great in mercy. How many times have we looked at God and been like, God, God don't want anything to do with me. I'm a mess. I'm trouble. I'm messed up. I made mistakes. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. I can't follow through with this. I'm short-tempered here. I've got this. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And you start looking at all these, oh, God, you don't want nothing to do. No, I'm, I'm such a mess. I'm, I'm just, I'm terrible. Look at me. I can't do anything. And God's like, I made you. I made you. You don't, you don't think, you don't think I'm going to have patience with you. You don't think I care enough about you that I want to see a difference made in your, in your life. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and great in mercy. His mercy is enduring. First Chronicles chapter number 16, verse number 34, and we'll read 41. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, for his mercy lasts one week. For his mercy lasts every missions conference. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he's good, for his mercy endures if you sign up for Roundup. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy depends on your family tree. No. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for his mercy endures forever. Can I preach to somebody for just a moment that may find themselves in a cycle of sin? 
Can I preach to somebody for just a moment that may find themselves failing and failing and failing and failing again and again, and the enemy wants to tell you, that's enough. I'm sorry. God has run out. There is no more forgiveness. There is no more compassion. There is no more grace, and you are definitely out of mercy. I've come to tell you today, I don't bring my own words, uh, but the Bible says, for his mercy endures forever. Can I speak to somebody that's struggling on this Wednesday evening who it who you, you've been trying and you just can't seem to get, get it right and be where you want to be? His mercy endures forever. Verse number 41, if you can put that up for me, Brandon. And with Heman and Jedathon and the rest of who were chosen, who were designated by name to give thanks to the Lord. And what, what was it? Why were you giving thanks? Because his mercy endures forever. We're talking about the mercy of God today. His mercy is plenteous. 86 and 5 of Psalm. You can go there with me, Brandon. I want, I want us to read this together. I'm not writing something down. This isn't something that we just make up. Psalm 86 and verse number 5. Psalm 86 and 5. I have so many verses on here, I couldn't mark it all in my Bible. I need one of those, like 50 of them. For you, Lord, are good and ready. My gosh. I need somebody to hear this today. It maybe it's nobody in the building. Maybe it's somebody that's watching online. But somebody hear me. The Lord wants you to be reminded of his mercy today. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. This, I want to shout it because this is what the enemy this is the opposite of what the enemy tells you. God doesn't want anything with you. You've messed up so bad. You are a joke. You should be embarrassed. How dare you walk back into church? Look at your reputation. Look at your struggles. Look, you honestly think you have a call of God on your life when you can't even keep your attitude in check? It kind of hurts when the, it kind of hurts when the enemy uses something that's that's true, and then he twists it. You think God can use you, and you got an attitude problem? It's like. I do have an attitude problem. I am mad today. You know what I mean? You get right and you start believing it. You're like, yeah, I guess, man, you're right. Good point, devil. Good point. I do got, I, I am kind of mad. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you every time. The enemy comes to you to tell you and remind you what you don't have and what you aren't and how much you're struggling, how bad of a man you are, how bad of a woman you are, how bad, a, how bad of a parent you are, how much you're struggling, how much issues you have. I need you to be reminded that the Lord is ready to forgive. I need you to be reminded that he is abundant in mercy. The Lord wants somebody to have this echo in their life. Let it echo in your struggle. Abundant in mercy. It's not barely enough. It's not, okay, maybe there might be a little bit there. No, abundant in mercy. Where is it that you find yourself today? Where is it that you have walked in feeling low, feeling weak, feeling like you messed up, feeling like you missed it, like you're missing the mark again and again? He says, I'm abundant. In mercy, Luke chapter number 1, verse number 78, as you're going there, I am so thankful.
The God that you and I serve is abundant in mercy. He doesn't look at us and say, you know what, I guess. I guess I'll give it to you. I, I guess. Tommy, you messed up again. I really don't want to do this, but I, here's mercy. Okay, Jeremiah, you know, you, you, you did it again, man. So tired of it, but here it is, whatever. Be forgiven. Is that how you view God? Is that how you view God? I, I feel like that's how we view God sometimes, where it's kind of like, oh, God, I, 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 you know how, how it was maybe when you were younger, you didn't want to wake up your parents because you knew if you woke them up, they were going to get upset at you. I feel kind of, if I can just give that example, that's kind of where I just kind of, we're like tiptoe around God, and it's like, I don't mean to bother you, but I messed up. I'm so sorry. I keep messing up. It won't happen again. God knows you and I. He understands everything that's going on in our lives. He knows you better than you will ever know yourself. And you don't have to run from him. We have to run to him today. This may sound elementary to somebody today, but... But for others that maybe you have found yourself struggling today and wondering if you can make it and wondering if you're able to continue on, can I tell you, he is abundant in mercy. His compassion does not end. His kindness towards his children is not limited. He does not look at you and do it begrudgingly. He does not look at you and say, if I have to, I will. No, the children of God, he is looking at you and I, and he's saying, I love you. I want you to succeed. I want you to make it. I want to help you through that struggle. I want to help you through your dilemma and your issues. Notice this. This mercy isn't harsh. This mercy isn't just thrown. But This is what the Bible says. Through the tender, tender mercy of our God with which the day spring from on a high has visited us. Through the tender mercy of our God. I use a lot of examples for parents and children just because this that is the season that I am in. I'm grateful to be a father of three. And this is something I'm sure that every parent has encountered where there is a time like you're around people and your children embarrass you. And uh, you just kind of be like, oh, I love you. You sweet bundle of joy. Oh, you give me so much life and happiness. Oh, you're amazing. And it's just kind of very dismissive, like, yeah, 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 okay, kid, I got you now. I see what you're doing. You're trying to embarrass me. You're, you're trying to put me in this position. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And it can be in a way that you say it, and, of course, you do love your children and you mean that. But in that moment, the way that it is felt is not in a tender, loving way. It's almost out of obligation in that time. Like, oh, okay, it's like that. All right. But notice something about mercy. The tender mercy. This isn't with obligation. The tender mercy, I'm thankful for this because if I can just point this out, this is what I feel like the Lord highlighted. It's those areas that not everyone can handle. It's those areas of our life that not everyone is aware of. Those things that others may not see and not just anybody can handle it. But God is with tender mercy. In every area that it may be, emotional, mental, physical, 
spiritual, wherever it may be, you and I serve a God that is understanding. You and I serve a God that understands where we are. The thought, not everyone is the same. Not everyone is built the same. Not everyone responds the same. Not everyone acts the same. But God is the one that has made us. So you don't have to run from the creator. You run to him because he is the one that understands. He knows the areas you struggle with. He knows the things that you hold on to. He knows the things that have happened in your life. He knows about the insecurities. He knows about the things that you don't tell others. The things that maybe you try to hide and just kind of cover up. Those types of things he is fully aware of. And it is through the tender mercy of God. 1 Peter chapter number 1 and verse number 3. I move quickly this evening. 1 Peter chapter number 1 and verse number 3. As we highlight mercy today. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who according to his. Here's this word again. Abundant mercy. Has begotten us again to a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Who according to his abundant Mercy. I want to highlight that in somebody's mind today because he is not running low. It does not matter how many times you have failed, how many times you have struggled. That's what mercy is. When I deserved punishment, when I deserved a consequence, when I deserved to be treated in a certain way, but I wasn't, that is mercy. He is abundant in mercy. What I, what I am owed, what I do deserve, what, what should be my punishment, what should be my consequence, it really should. But he is abundant in mercy. And so that is kept from me, not because of me being able to talk out of it, not because of me having talent or ability, not because of you knowing this or knowing that. No, it is his abundance of mercy that extends to you and to me. And maybe this isn't where you're at today. Maybe this will be preventative. Maybe this will be for somebody when you're struggling. Maybe this will be some, but I feel the Lord wanting to remind somebody today of his mercy. The Bible says this in Lamentations chapter number 3 and verse number 21. I'll give them a moment to, to get up there. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope. If I can just say this, this is why it's important what you think on. This is what it says. This I recall to my mind. Simple question that may, maybe can help you at times. What am I recalling to my mind? If you only recall hurt, if you only rec uh, recall distress, if you only recall pain, that's what's going to come to you. If, if that's all that you are dwelling on, that is what you're going to dwell on and that's what you're going to be consumed by. So it's hard to get out of and live outside of an, an emotion that you are constantly filling your mind with through a memory that brings that emotion. Can I, can I help somebody for just a minute? It, it, or it can't just be, well, I want it, so I'm going to say it. No, what are you recalling to your mind? What are you thinking about? What are you dwelling upon? Because that matters. This is what it says. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. 
Great is your faithfulness. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I feel to remind somebody of this because the enemy would love for you to stop growing right where you are. I, I, I feel to remind somebody of this because the enemy wants to keep you right where you are and say, that's it. That's enough. You can't go any further. You have reached your lid. This is the capacity. You are at the most that you will ever have, the most you will ever be. You can never get started in that dream that God has given you. You can never be that woman of God that he has called. You can never be that man of God. You can never do that missions work. You can never be that Sunday school teacher. You can never be that servant. You can't because of everything that you've done in your life. But they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I'm thankful today that because they're new every morning, if I could say it to you like this, mercy wakes up before you do. When you wake up in the morning, mercy's already been up. But I messed up. I had struggles. I had problems. The enemy's been reminding me of things of my past and things that I've been dealing with. Mercy woke up before you did today. I'm preaching to somebody right now. Mercy woke up. I felt like there's a call of God on my life, but I've been struggling with what I've been through before. I come to tell you today, mercy woke up before you did. Mercy's been waiting on you. Ah, oh, somebody needs to get a hold of this. The call of God is upon your life, and you've been struggling, and you're insecure, and you don't know if you can really do it, and you don't know if you can really be it because of things in your life. I know what you deserve. I know what I deserve, but the mercies of God are new every morning and they are applied to our life his compassion and his mercy is ever present and I am so grateful Psalm chapter number 145 and verse number 8 Psalm 145 verse number 8 the Lord is gracious and full of compassion slow to anger and great in mercy and then we read verse number 9 the Lord is good to all And here's this word again, his tender mercies are over all his works. His tender mercies are over all his works. God is mindful of everyone and everything. There is nothing hidden from him. There is nothing that can surprise him. There is nothing that catches him off guard. And his tender mercies are over all his works. Everything that is started, everything that is continued, everyone that he has called, everyone that he is calling, his tender mercies are over everyone and they are over everything. You don't have, you don't have to be embarrassed about it today. You don't have to be ashamed about it today. You are in a church full of people that are recipients of the tender mercy of God Almighty. Psalm chapter number 23 and verse number 6. I won't be long. Psalm 23 and verse 6 and then Psalm 32 and 10. Psalm chapter number 23 and verse number 6. This is one that we know and we've quoted. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days 
of my life. I want somebody to be reminded that mercy is a passenger with you today. Mercy, mercy accompanies you today. Surely the goodness and the mercy of God is going to follow me wherever I go and every step that I take. I'm not trying to take the wrong step, but mercy is with me. I'm not trying to take the wrong step, but goodness and mercy are following me. I'm saying this to somebody right now. You are not in this by yourself. You are not alone. For somebody that's needing direction and guidance and you're following and trying to do your absolute best, I've come to tell you, Goodness and mercy is following you today. The Bible says this in Psalm 32 and verse number 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he or she who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround them. I'm going to read that to somebody today. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, but they that trust in the Lord, mercy shall surround them. I don't know about you, but there are times where you're walking and times where you're going where you feel God leading you and you don't know how it's going to work out. You don't know how it's going to turn out. You're just walking by faith. You're just believing. You're just trusting the Lord. And the enemy tells you, you're all by yourself. You're not going to be able to do this. You're going to fall flat on your face, Josh. You don't have what it takes to make it. How are you going to transition out of this? Where's your calling? Where's the anointing of God on your life? He who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround them. I don't know how everything in life is going to work out, but I'll tell you this, I'm trusting in him. I'm trusting in him. What, 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 what are you going to do if this happens and that happens? No, no, you missed it. I'm trusting in him. Mercy shall surround him. It will surround the one that trusts in the Lord. Where's your trust at tonight? Where's your trust at on this Wednesday? Are you going to be intimidated? Are you listening to the, to the roar of the enemy in your life and you're getting scared about things? Can I tell you? Those that trust in the Lord, mercy shall surround you. Mercy shall surround you. The kindness, the compassion of Almighty God will be what surrounds you. As I come to a close, Matthew chapter number 15, verse number 21 through number 28. As we read this together, you can stand with me. In our midweek Bible study this evening, it is mercy. It is mercy. It is mercy. It is mercy. The Bible says this, that this woman who had a daughter who was demon-possessed comes to the Lord. And she cries out to him with this. She asks for mercy. She says, have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. I've come on this Wednesday My daughter is demon-possessed. Have mercy. And the Bible says that the Lord doesn't even acknowledge her. It's like he's being rude and it's on purpose. And he's making his way. She's asking for mercy. What are you going to do? But what a valuable lesson that is taught. Because as the story unfolds, she starts talking to the disciples. And the disciples tell Jesus, send her away. She's bothering us now. She's talking to us now. Send her away. For she cries out after us in verse number 24. But he answered and said, I w-, he doesn't look at her. He says, I wasn't sent 
but to the lost house, the children, to the lost, to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's my priority. That's that's who I'm supposed to be reaching out to. And he's speaking to them, and then she answers him. Verse number twenty-five. It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to little dogs. You would think this is it, this woman that was needing mercy. How rude, Jesus. How disrespectful. Unbelievable. You would take that need and treat it that way. But yet God was showing something. Because this is what she, and he answered the little dogs. Verse number 27, notice this. This is for somebody. And she said, yes, Lord, and this right here. I acknowledge what you're saying. Your priority is for the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I know those are your people. I know they're a part in that redemptive plan, but I also know it's not just going to be for them. What are you saying? I acknowledge what you're saying. I know what you're saying is facts, but this is what, this is, these are the words I want you to remember. Yet even, you said that, that, that it's not right for, for you to throw the crumbs to, to, to the dogs, that they could not eat of the bread. And she says, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Yet even what I'm preaching to somebody on this Wednesday evening is the struggle, the problems, the situations, the sin, the shortcomings, the mistakes. Those are facts. Yet even. I know I'm not worthy, Brother Evans. I know I've got struggles, Brother George. I know, I know my family isn't perfect. I know I don't have it all together. Yet even there's a place for me to receive from the master. I'm preaching to somebody today. I, I know all the wrong in my life. Yet even there is an opportunity on this Wednesday evening for me to receive what I need to receive. I know I haven't been perfect. But yet even there is mercy that can be applied to me on this Wednesday evening. I don't know where it is that you have found yourself today mentally or emotionally, spiritually, but I have come to encourage you that the mercy of God Almighty is present on this Wednesday. On this first Wednesday of March, God has come to remind you and I that His mercy endures forever. That His tender mercy is present, that He is full of compassion and that yet even through struggle and trials and troubles that you have found yourself in, yet even there is an opportunity for you on this Wednesday evening to receive of the Lord tonight. Would you lift your hands all over the sanctuary right now? To the broken, mercy is here. To the hurt, mercy is here. 
for the struggling mercy is here for those that have accomplished and those that are strong yet there are areas that you have been reminded of even tonight mercy is here what you do deserve and what we should have as consequence won't be but it's not because of who you are it's because of his mercy his tender mercy that understands you where you are today full of compassion where you are today that same mercy is ready to meet those that you've prayed for those that aren't even in this building today there is mercy for them there is grace the children that you've prayed for the family members that you've cried over the friends that you've stood in the gap for right here right now there is a reminder of mercy all over this sanctuary today with your hands lifted as we worship and as we sing it's not a preacher it's not a song it's not a friend it's not a family member no this mercy comes from God Almighty full of compassion abundant rich in mercy tender he accompanies us those who trust in him mercy surrounds you would you be encouraged Would you be met by the mercy of God Almighty in your struggle, in your fall, in your insecurity? As we sing and as we worship together, would you allow the presence of the Lord to meet you where you are today, to strengthen you? The kindness and compassion, not of a friend, no, but of God Almighty. God Almighty, He meets you where you've said those words where you've gone those places, where you've wished those things, where you've done those things. His mercy reaches. His mercy reaches today. It's extended to you and I today. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be intimidated. You don't have to be afraid or embarrassed. His mercy, His mercy reaches for you. Great is your faithfulness. You have been so so good with To you, sir, to you, ma'am, who feel you've gone too far. You feel overwhelmed in your emotions. You feel overwhelmed in your emotions tonight. It wasn't your intention to pray. It wasn't your intention to listen to the word of the Lord. Overwhelmed, tired, fatigued, worn out even. Oh, but the mercy of God is reaching for you. The mercy of God is reaching for you, ma'am. Oh, it's reaching for you. That unfailing love. Yes, you've been so good. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath, with every breath that I am made, I will sing of the goodness of God. Yes. 
of God is on your life. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the enemy rob you. Don't let the enemy rob you of the anointing on your life, the calling of God on your life. Mercy is here to meet you. Mercy is here to meet you. It's been following you all the days of your life. It's time to start again. It's time to try again. I've been hurt too much. I've been through too much pain and through too much suffering. It's new every morning. It's new every morning. It's new every morning. Tender mercy, abundant mercy, rich in mercy, great mercy. to you as a testimony to others. The enemy doesn't want you to grow. The enemy doesn't. The enemy wants you to think that you're at capacity. Wants you to think you're at capacity. That's impossible when it's new every morning. That's impossible when God is abundant. In. It's impossible when God is rich in mercy. There is no capacity to God. There is no limit to Him. Pray again. I'm going to believe again. I'm going to try again. I'm going to give my effort. I'm going to give my time to it. Oh, he accompanies you. Mercy. 